4: Two minutes past three, welcome to the show on Grand Final Eve. Kimba on the Roach with you on a glorious Friday afternoon. I'm live from Melbourne where it's currently 26 degrees and the Roach is back in Studio Lumo SA at number one King William Street in the city where they are enduring a heat wave, 29 degrees and we're here, both here, thanks to Hyundai, Balfour's and IGA supermarkets, how the locals like it. Let's bring in the big dog. What's the matter you, hey? Got no respect, what do you think? You look so sad. Why? It's a not so bad, it's a nicer place. I shut up for your face.
5: Yeah. It's not Monica. so bad back in Adelaide, Roach, oh, is, is it? So no, it's a delightful place, Kim. <laughs> but I want to know what you've been up to. I get woken up this morning before mm. even the sparrows have been able to get their wings in full swing. People ringing every phone I had. Where is he? Where is he? We can't find him. Well, you shouldn't have five phones to start with. I still think Ozio's
4: after you. And my <laughs> sister's a lunatic. She yeah, can She <laughs> can wasn't say, just kitty. your sister. Well, because the rat does whatever he's told. Block your ears, kitty. She can be a pain in the arse sometimes. Hey, hey,
5: hey, hey, hey. I had to take
4: over. Over dramatic, Roach. Uh, I had to... She rang yesterday before I flew out and said, it's very warm over here. I need another outfit. I'm going, Ooh. are you serious? Ooh. So I had to go and grab that and bring it over with me, and then she's ringing me from seven. Well, there you are. I can see you, Roach, yes. um, from seven thirty in the morning. My phone was on silent. I was dead to the world. Well, mine I cannot, wasn't silent. I cannot believe the rat rang you. What? What? what could you possibly we do? I can't
5: find him. Do you know where he is? Do you know where he's staying? Oh, we need to find bigger. him. Okay.
4: Ridiculous no, done, actually uh, you, that's another that. Good <laughs> afternoon, everyone. anyway, Good show coming up, Roach. I'm looking forward to a grand final Eve. There's a real buzz over here at the moment, as you'd expect. Public holiday here. What's that uh, like?
5: Because uh, I remember, I remember it was felt so different because we're used to the working day and the you know the traffic is still on, the people are coming out of the offices mm. for the parade. Then the public holiday was a different field altogether. but how does it oh, it's had a bit more time well, now been, COVID since, but how is it today? Well, it's a little
4: different. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, it seemed a bit like a ghost town, but it yep. depends where you go. Like walking through town, trying to get a taxi to come to the studio today, there were mm-hmm. people everywhere because uh, obviously there'd been the grand final parades so and mm-hmm. a lot of people in town. Some shops are open, some aren't, um, but no, there's a good feel over here at the moment. There's good. certainly a lot of energy, and Collingwood being such a, a big club, Rich. yes. Um, look, good show coming up. I think we're doing our best to bring the feel of the grand final. Brendan Sanderson will join us at 3.35 for his analysis of the final. Uh, final, He's been on fire with the way he's been tipping throughout the final series, been on the ball.
5: Well, if you look at the, all the numbers, were you surprised when you just thought in your mind, without looking at the form guide, that the Collingwood Brisbane, tale of the tape is that Brisbane's won six consecutive games against mm. the Pies. just couldn't remember they being on such a run.
4: Mm. No, well, I did know that, Roach. I knew when they were on two, three, four, and five. Were you keeping count?
5: Were you? Well, no, I would just
4: read the information comes out every week when you're calling those games, yeah. etc. Uh, looking forward to chatting to Sando. Uh, Ash Brown, senior footy writer for the AFL Record, which is part of uh, SEN. We own that. Um, I haven't cited it yet. I've been busy since I've been here, Roach. Genuinely, but uh, he'll tell us what's in it, and you don't have to be at the game. To purchase one of these, just go to any news agency. They're a damn good read, aren't they?
5: Yes, they are. All the details. You should be the, writing in it. I've got what enough you, to do just at the moment, Kim. Just really? Keeping the yeah, keeping is your you contractual control and, and making oh, sure yeah. that people can find where you stay. <laughs> yeah.
4: Does your contractual arrangement with Port disallow that? Does no, it? no.
5: Quite no. It would encourage it actually. Would it? Well, you
4: should do it, Roach. Stop being lazy. Hey, what about four Um, o'clock? Three-time Brisbane Lions Premiership star, two-time All-Australian, 264 games. Um, One of the most creative defenders I've ever seen, Chris Johnson. He's part of the Channel 7 team. Their coverage is huge tomorrow. As to is ours on SEN, uh, you've got to do an Amy Klanger, Roach, after you did a fake one yesterday.
5: Yes, that was good fun too, actually. Uh, We're going to, to have a grand final theme and we know that the matchups in this grand final, there are some key matchups, some ones that we're already mm. beginning to get quite excited about how they could play out. We're going to go back to a grand final matchup that still brings a smile to some people's faces. Well, it's a clanger, isn't?
4: It? Well,
5: yes. The opposition team made a clangor, and Adelaide made a very good move on that one. We'll revisit 1997. Okay.
4: Every now and again, the screen freezes, Roach, and uh, keep your head down because I look right up your nostrils when you do that.
5: Um, yeah.
4: Mark Stone will join us. <laughs>
3: there we go. <laughs>
4: Mark Stone will join us, the, the Brisbane Lions strategy coach. Uh, he'd be happy that the Tigers won another flag.
5: Um, yes, and he'd be some... delighted with the crowd that Brisbane drew to the MCG this morning for their captain's run. What a mm. crew was there. That was an enormous gathering.
4: I appreciate there'll be a lot of questions he won't be able to no. answer, but uh, in terms of a strategy coach, strategies are very important for this game. Well, Brisbane's It's an easy one to
5: over-analyse, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, Brisbane's key strategy surely is if they score like we know Brisbane can score, Collingwood won't outscore them. Is it no, simple? I as think that? It's more, no, it's think not as simple as that. Oh, I think it is. I think if Brisbane no, gets I, the score, yeah, I, well,
4: I think there's more, more to it than that. Like, what do they do if Harris Andrews is taken out of the game by Frampton? What do they do with DeGoey? Do they really put one of their best midfielders straight to Mm DeGoey, like they did with Patrick Cripps and Josh Dunkley? Does that mean they leave Dacos to himself and say, Lockie Neal, you're a two-time Brownline medallist, go head-to-head with the kid? I think there's a lot of scenarios where strategy is important.
5: Yeah, but you don't want to be chasing ghosts when you've got to make sure your own game works because their own game is well enough Good enough, strong enough, scores enough to beat Collingwood. And as the stats say, if you beat them six in a row, you are doing something well against the Pies.
4: Exactly. And the Friday forecast will be happening as uh, well. Roach, uh, you want to jump into Around the Grounds? Are you ready? Go. Go. You have no idea what I'm going to bring up, Well, we've got to
5: bring up selection, don't we? That's the, No, we, no, we don't. No? <laughs> you missed out on the Norm Smith medal panel? No. Oh, what is I it? Like
4: looking at the shock on your face said No, we've got to talk about as the pin. Oh. for the grand final.
5: Oh, okay. Have you mixed this up or are you keeping it simple?
4: No, keeping it fairly simple. uh, It's worth $300, a $300 IGA voucher, okay? All thanks to IGA supermarkets, how the locals like it. So it's simple. Who wins the grand final and by how much? Mm. And who wins the Norm Smith medal? Mm. Roach, give it a go. Go on. Uh, we
5: won't let you win, though. Well, I've got Brisbane winning, but I've had Brisbane winning for four years. Finally, they're in their grand final, so I'm a chance. I think mm-hmm. they win. What did I say, Ben, yesterday? About 20-ish something, wasn't <laughs> oh, it? you, you. 19 you I went for, didn't I? No, no, you went 23. I thought I went 23 as well. Ben's saying 19. He's checking.
4: Well, when we're sitting at the back of the office, because we, we had to do it for yeah, the Yes, 23. It is. 23 oh, I thank you. It.
5: I want to make sure it's the same as what we put down yesterday.
4: Yeah, no, no problems. And what about your normie?
5: I went with Josh Dunkley. That's right. Yeah, you
4: you think, and I said, "What about if he's doing a defensive role?"
5: Well, he might do it so well and be so like Josh Carr was against uh, Michael Voss at times. Might be. Well, Kane Corns did did a great one on Simon Black.
4: Yeah, he didn't get the normie for that. Nobody was bold. Very very important.
5: Very important. He was.
4: I'm going Brisbane, 11 points. Hugh McCluggage, I think he just may be left to his own devices and Ooh. get a lot of the football. He's a running machine. If he can hit the scoreboard, he's a shocking kick for goal, though, Roach, Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. All right. Yeah. All righty. So yeah. we're up and about. Uh, gee, I keep looking at my phone, which is on Melbourne time. I've got my no, your sister's watch. not ringing again, is she? No, better not, bloody be. I oh, totally Uh Look, the parade took place today, mm. Rich. Everyone's been interviewed. Here's Craig McRae. He was asked whether they'll need to kick a bigger score tomorrow afternoon than they have been.
0: Do you need to kick a couple more goals than what you've done September this game? Considering oh, it would be t- nice to, wouldn't it? Like the reality is, you kick more goals than the opposition. But um, yeah, we're confident in our defence too. Yeah, we've we've only kicked nine or ten goals each game, but we've kept the opposition to less than that. Yeah, we we defend the ground really well. So you think you can win with eight or nine goals again? I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. But yeah, we've um, yeah, each game represents something differently. But this opposition clearly a a potent attack, and we um, we're going to have to defend the ground well as well.
4: I was just reading a text, which has absolutely shocked me. Shocked yeah. me, and did he say he thinks I'll only kick eight or nine goals?
5: No, no, their average in the finals has been around okay. eight or nine. And pretty well saying he's going to. Well, I think we all accept that Collingwood will need to score yeah, double numbers, not nine, to get this premiership. Yeah, I, I you agree. Know, I, the minimum you'd expect from Brisbane is fourteen, wouldn't you?
4: Minimum. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, with the potency of their forward yeah. line. You would be aiming for that. Mm. You'd be aiming for a score of 90-plus, would you? I know it's a grand final. Hard to know which way it'll go. Um, Nearest the pin, as I mentioned, who wins by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal? This is why I was a little bit in shock. Mm. Robert has said this. Rucci. I didn't get a mention. Um, Just Rucci. Brisbane will annihilate Collingwood by 64 points. Wow. Joe Danaher will kick nine goals and win the Norm Smith
2: medal. Now
4: you know why There's I was a, a little prediction. bit shocked. There's a now prediction. I know. All right, let's hear from Craig McRae, the man known as Fly, about the inclusion of Jack Ginnivan.
0: Mm. Yeah, we just think uh, Jack can give us a bit of a spark. He's, he's a big game player. Uh, he's proven that at Anzac Day. He kicked, kicked multiple goals you know, this year and last year. And um, Yeah, we, we want to you know, give it a little bit more potency up forward. And obviously with Dan out kicking a couple of goals each week, we think uh, we think Jack can play that role for us
5: been bold, got- Craig McRae, hasn't he? Put every he card on the table, everything. For the moment he declared Billy Frampton would play, then he named Lipinski as the sub. Hasn't hold, been holding anything back in terms of
0: what his selections are.
4: Well, let's just see if he does regarding what he's going to do with Harris Andrew. Let's see how open he is with this.
0: Uh, I think the major part of um, taking care of guys like him is, is the way we move the ball. You know, if you, if you, if you move the ball a certain way, he's going to mark mostly as it comes in his way. So, um, yeah, as much as we'd like to get that ball to ground, um, you yeah, some of our ball movement will certainly suit that or, or assist that. Didn't take a watch. Lot there. Interesting
4: to watch that yeah. one. Will it be that simple? Frampton goes to Harris Andrews. That's going to be a ripping contest. Or will he be used more in the ruck to work over big Oscar McInerney?
5: Dare I say, someone might actually go get the preliminary final between Port Adelaide and the Western Bulldogs and say, here's an a allure, allure moment again.
4: Oh, mm. we're here thanks to Balfours. No matter your club's colours, Balfours are for the game. It's Grand Final leave. We'd love you to get involved. 04 or give us a call on 1300
1: 736 736. Let's talk Grand Final.
2: 319 on a Friday afternoon
4: grand final. Eve doesn't get any bigger if you love AFL or sport in general. We're here thanks to Hyundai, the all new Hyundai Kona. Imagine to be bold. Roochie Roach Roach is live from Studio Lumo SA in Adelaide. I'm over here in Melbourne. Roach, the techs are going crazy for the nearest the pin. Good. Pretty simple. Who wins the grand final by how much and who wins the Norm Smith? I'll just read a few out. And uh, terms and conditions apply. One entry per phone number. So if you've got five mobiles in your house, you can have five cracks at it. Mm-hmm. This one, Roach says, Gents, I think it'll be Brisbane by 25 and Charlie Cameron for the Norm Smith. How many would Charlie Cameron have to kick to win a Norm Smith, Roach?
5: Oh, yeah, well, he'd be the dominant forward to do that, wouldn't he? And he'd be, yeah, you'd be looking six or seven perhaps, would you?
4: Oh, uh, if five would get it done, I think in a grand final, no, five goals in a the grand final. Bit hard to answer because
5: you don't know what else is in the field there, don't you?
4: No, I know. A uh, Bold prediction though. Here's yeah. another one. Hey lads, Brisbane by nineteen. Nick Dacos for the Normie. So someone in the losing team. That is interesting. What else? Yeah, have we we got I just, here? I'm just
5: thinking back to that one, Kim, because of what we do with the army. Clangers, you remember the Norm Smith of Adelaide's were both Andrew and McLeod. And mm-hmm. Darren Jarman created history in that first one. You know, six goals and five in the last quarter, and he didn't get the Norm Smith. So mm. it's a hard one to answer, actually, that one, thinking that one through
4: Mr Jeff from Salisbury says, hi guys, Mr Jeff here, Brisbane by 11, and Mr Dunkley. He's very formal today, Mr Jeff. Um, All right, keep them coming through on the text line 0427154166. If we don't read them out, you're still eligible. Uh, Bumfluff Benny will be on top of all of that. Uh, The player motorcade took place today, Roach, and of course every player gets interviewed as they're being um, put on display.
5: Some of them were very humorous, Kim.
4: Yes, they were. And uh, it's just interesting, given those texts. Now, we had someone there just saying Charlie Cameron will win the Norm Smith. Well, Braden Maynard will probably be going to Charlie Cameron. Braden was interviewed by Fox
2: Footy. A few sleepless nights way back. But I'm sure you've slept pretty sound coming up to tomorrow's game. But how are you feeling? No, it's incredible. Absolute day for it sit with my boy, he run it back from 2018, and I, um, yeah, I can't wait. It comes down to tomorrow. Isaac <laughs> oh, Quayne, I was going to ask the same question. Do you spin the wheel and see who
6: gets Charlie Cameron, or is he going to put his hand up first? Oh, I'm not going to say anything, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it's
2: going to be a collective, collective, um, yeah, to get it done. So I'm looking forward to getting out there. You're a bit of a cult here, eh? they're, they're screaming out bras everywhere, but the fans this week, you can't even go get a coffee without them embracing you, can you? Well, it's all a part of it. You've got to soak it in. They don't come around too often. Like I said before, it's a beautiful day for it. So just soak it all
6: in. Enjoy for what it's for, and I can't wait to get out there tomorrow and, um, yeah, hopefully get a W. Enjoy, bro. Thanks, mate. I'll
4: tell you what, his mum and dad to be up and about nervous. Peter Maynard, that mm. played for Glenelg and yep. Woodville. Speaking, of mum and, dads, Woodville? speaking mm-hmm. of mum
5: and dads, your favourite, Oleg Markov. What about his remark about his moustache and thanked his mum for the jeans? His (laughs) mum!
4: (laughs) A little bit of artwork on the rig as well. Uh, Robert said that Joe Danaher would win the Norm Smith medal and he'd kick nine goals. Here's
7: Big Joey. Joey you've got the car to go quick to avoid this interview but uh, you must be excited <laughs> going into this weekend's uh, game with so many cr- of the crowd here to support you.
0: Yeah it's fantastic
2: mate it's great to see so many of our supporters get out today it's a beautiful day in Melbourne and it's, um, it's a terrific occasion.
7: No worries and, and it looks like the, the team's really got some uh, go about them at the moment and seem like you're on the same page playing some great coordinated footy. Yeah I think so I think
2: we've, um, we've been building all year and Um, found ourselves lucky enough to have this opportunity so there's a a lot of excited players here um, today and and really looking forward to tomorrow. Have have Danaher's
7: come from all parts of the country to come and watch this game this week?
2: Yeah, there'll be a few at the game uh, tomorrow. It's It's a good effort and uh, the football club's done a great job in ensuring all the families and, um, you know, everyone's friends are involved and included in the day. So um, it is really a terrific day.
5: We're enjoying these interviews now. It's, it's great. I, I, I,
7: I hope they'd have a chat to you after the game. I bye Mark. Thanks, Richie,
2: Joey Danaher there.
4: He's going to be huge. He's very important to whatever happens tomorrow, Roach.
5: Indeed. I hope he's got Roach, his accurate boots on as well.
4: Well, I hope you have. We're bringing the Friday forecast forward, Rooch, because we're chock-a-block throughout the show. So uh, we'll go to a break. Are uh, you prepared?
5: They're all written down. Where's yours? yours? Where's yours?
4: You just did them then. We're here no, thanks I to Balfour's. since and...
5: one o'clock, there you
4: <laughs> <have>. <laughs> We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours,
1: Balfour's are for the game.
4: Roach is in Adelaide. I'm live from Melbourne. Hey, just a reminder, my Cruiser's Friday FOMO offer will be announced today. Stick around to hear it later in the show. we got so much to get through, Roach. We're going to do the Friday forecast right
1: now. when's it just do
4: Boom, boom, boom. We do a little forecasting here. We stole this off AFL 360. We have our sure thing, our most at stake in our doomsday scenario, your sure thing for the
5: weekend. Brisbane. Ooh, mm-hmm. the easy beats won't go away. <laughs> Brisbane, if the Lions <laughs> score 100 plus, they win the premiership for the oh, my first goodness. time my goodness. in 19 years. That is pathetic. Why? The last time Collingwood scored 100-plus against Brisbane was 2019.
4: When, when anyone gets to 100 points, I think the winning, it's, it's, it's in the 90s percentage.
5: All right, that's your sure thing. Well, Kim, Why's we not? know that Collingwood is one of the most defensive teams strong in that point. If they hold Brisbane to under 100, Collingwood wins.
4: I don't agree with that. Okay. But we don't have time. We don't have time to debate that. So, well, we will, just very briefly. So, what, Brisbane, uh, if they score 95 points, you think Collingwood win?
5: I think it's a greater chance Collingwood win if they keep Brisbane (laughs) under 100. (laughs) I'll
4: have my whole 15 coffees that you owe me on that. All right, my sure thing, Charlie Cameron and Bobby Hill will both keep goals. So, if you're having a multi, remember what you're gambling with. You're most at stake. That's your sure thing? Yeah.
5: Wow. Most at stake, Billy Frampton.
4: (laughs) I'm with you. I got most at stake, Billy Frampton and Joe Danaher because it's a big game. There'll be a lot of scrutiny on both of those players. Uh, Your doomsday scenario.
5: It's a hot day. You wouldn't want to get your rotations wrong, your rotation count. (laughs) You wouldn't want to do a North Melbourne on grand final day because, oh, we've got to give some players a spell. We've run out of rotations off the bench. We're in trouble here.
4: Not a bad one, Roach. Better than your first two. Uh, Mine is, oh, here we go. Doomsday scenario. There's going to be a big injury, Roach. Oh, Kim. Hey, grand finals always produce drama. I had a premonition last night. I woke up. I'm not going to say who it was. It'd be unfair. That's weak. But that's it. That's A weak. big injury. That's a weak. A big injury in the grand final. That's weak. That's why I only play 63 games. Get stuffed. <laughs> News coming up. Then we'll talk to someone who wasn't weak.
8: Brenton Sanderson. Sanday joining us on Kimbo on the Roach recommendations have been made to address a range of areas, including human rights law, disability advocacy, employment and the justice system. Social Services Minister Amanda Rishworth says a task force will be required to consider the recommendations. This Royal Commission has highlighted the harms and exclusions experienced by people with disability. It has ensured that we have a better understanding of where we must do better. The government is listening. We recognise the hurt and trauma and commit to a safer, more inclusive Australia for all people with disability. And the Army's MRH-90 Taipan helicopters will not return to flying as part of ADF operations following a fatal crash off the Queensland coast in July during military drills. The fleet was scheduled to be withdrawn from service in December next year. SEN Sport is coming up next.
2: on Grand Final
4: Eve. Baruch is in Adelaide, live in Studio Lumo USA. I'm over here in our Melbourne studios at the moment, just before the big game gets underway tomorrow. Cannot wait. It's going to be an absolute cracker. Just a reminder, coming up on the show, Ash Brown, senior writer for the AFL Record. Great publication. You can buy them at your local news agencies. Chris Johnson, three-time Brisbane Lions Premiership player, two-time All-Australian, 264 games. Uh, He'll be featuring on Channel 7's coverage. And Mark Stone, Brisbane strategist, Strategy coach will join us after 435. But now to a man that played 209 senior games, he coached the Adelaide Football Club. He's part of the SEN family now, and he has been tipping up a storm, Rooch. An absolute storm. He's been red hot. It's like he's got a crystal ball. Brenton Sanderson joins us. Hello, Sando. How are you, boys? Not bad. You've been on fire, Sando, with your predictions. How are you feeling about tomorrow?
9: Oh, it's going to be a great game. I think what you said is spot on. I think we're going to get a classic grand final. What? Obviously, we get the two best teams of the season as well, and it doesn't always work out that way. But to get the first and second ranked teams, and they have both got, I mean, fantastic profiles. I think mm. Collingwood's best this year has been has been the best in the league, but they haven't been been able to reproduce that for sort of six or seven weeks now. Mm. And even in in their first in their first two finals, they've they've won, but they haven't been super convincing. So, um. I'm a little bit nervous about Brisbane. I think their profile is excellent. They they score really well from stoppage. Their um, their clearance work is is just excellent. They're the second ranked um offensive side in the competition. They're so efficient inside forward 50. And if you showed me their profile at the start of the year and said this is um a side that's going to play in the grand final, I would be I would be tipping them. But I just I don't know. I just I think it's a flip of the coin. But I just think Collingwood have got too many levers to pull if things don't go to plan, whereas I think Brisbane have got this great game style, um, which they're really hard to beat when they get the game on their terms. But if they don't get the game okay. they want, I just think Collingwood are probably going to come out in front.
5: Okay, brent so well, break it down for us. The best script for Collingwood, the best script for Brisbane?
9: I think for Brisbane, first of all, I think, think what will decide the game will be Brisbane's small forwards. I mean, they're so good. There are guys like Cameron Zorko, um, uh, McCarthy, Rayner, Bailey—they're just—they're just so lethal in time and space. So if, if Brisbane can get the game as they want it, which is um, which is win clearance and then get it to their forward line um, quickly in time and space, I just don't think Collingwood can defend them. And I know Darcy Moore and Jeremy Howe will take care of Hipwood and Danaher. That's going to be fantastic those two matchups. But I'm a little bit nervous for Collingwood fans if if those Brisbane lines small forwards and they've all kicked more than 20, 20 odd goals this year. And we know Charlie Cameron's kicked 50 plus, but if the ball gets into Brisbane's forward line quickly, I think Brisbane will win. But I just, I think Collingwood's defense has played so well all year. um, I just think they make the game messy. They clog up Mm. stoppages. Mm. They force Brisbane wide and slow. um, And, and that's, that's how I think, I think the game will be, will be, will be decided. And, um, I mean, from Brisbane's point of view, though, with with, with Collingwood, they've won their last six games against the Pies, Mm. which has got to count for something. And the two biggest scores that Collingwood have given up this year in round four and round 23 were both against Brisbane. So um, so for whatever reason, some clubs just match up really well against other teams. And for whatever reason, yeah, Brisbane seem to be able to score really heavily against Collingwood. But um, we know grand finals are completely different. The MCG... Um, it's very much a home grand final for Collingwood. They've obviously played their last two finals there and they've played 16 or 17 games there this season. Um, Brisbane rec- Brisbane's record at the MCG is not great, but I know, yeah, grand finals, the anxiety and the pressure, anything can happen. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a flip of the coin. I just feel that Collingwood, though, um, with um, guys like the goey and that sort of front front half, um, their ability to play, you know, players in different positions. Josh Dakos and still side bottom getting back as wingman. Pendlebury with his grand final experience, you know, sort of playing as a defensive mid. Um yeah, I, I just feel like Collingwood have got too many strings to their bow tomorrow.
4: Sando, if you were coaching both sides and there were two moves that you'd categorically make at the start of play, uh, what would they be? Everyone's talking about Dunkley goes to Dugowie. So if you were coaching Brisbane, would you make that move? And would you be happy to let Lockie Neal just go head-to-head with Dacos? What would be the two moves that you would be making if you were Chris Fagan?
9: Nah, spot on. I think you've called it. I think Brisbane can't afford... I think he's the match winner, to go. And we saw yep. what he did in the prelim final when he was given time and space in that front third. You just can't give him any good looks at goal. And he's so explosive through the, through, through the corridor. He's not a great defensive runner, and I think Dunkley can actually expose him going back the other way as well. So,
3: uh-huh.
9: I just think I just think they take away that threat early, um, and Dunkley just sits in his back pocket, um, just doesn't give him any time and space, just ensures that he, I mean, any any time the ball sort of finds um, you know the ball in his hands, that he's that he's, that he's there to pressure him. And I honestly think Dunkley can hurt him going back the other way. He's a really smart player. We've seen him play that role really effectively on guys like Clayton Oliver before. So I think that would be the first um, role that I'd play. Um, hey. And the other one, which is pretty obvious, and everyone's talking about it, is I think with, with, with Mick Stay out and Frampton coming in, yep. um, I think Frampton plays a defensive forward role on Harris Andrews. I think his ability to come across and intercept and spoil... Um, he really has had a great season. He's an, he's, he's an all-Australian key defender. And, I mean, Collingwood's um, got multiple avenues to goal. But when you look at their forward line, it's not it's not blessed with superstars. And I say that, um, I mean, there's are still great players. Guys like Bobby Hill and McCreary, check Jamie Elliott. But um, if, if Andrews is allowed to just come across an intercept and intercept and sort of play the game on, on, on his terms, that can really impact um, Collingwood's ability to score. So... I think um, I think that's the move I would do if I was McCrae. I would play um, Frampton forward, but play him on a defensive role on Andrews.
4: That's funny, uh, uh, Sando and, and Roach. Uh, they're the two most obvious ones that everyone's talking about. I just wonder on the day whether there'll be something a little bit more radical that we see and don't expect.
9: So, Brendan, what would be... We well, that's the thing, think? too. In Grand Finals yeah. as well, I think, I think in Grand Finals, I was just going to say, Kimbo, I think like, you, you, you can't play safe in Grand Finals and expect to win. You actually have to mm. do play... You actually have to play with a bit of creative flair and look for opportunities to be a bit more adventurous and you just can't go into a grand final and expect to win by playing a really safe game Mm. style so I I actually agree with you a little bit too I reckon there'll be something tomorrow that we haven't even spoken about that the coaches might see an opportunity to exploit something in the opposition that that we haven't come up with as sort of analysts and experts you know you sort of, you watch these teams play all year, Um, sometimes a coach will throw something at the opposition which they haven't seen all season and it wouldn't surprise me, you're right, if we see something a little bit um, a little bit daring tomorrow that we haven't had exposure to so far this season.
4: Could that be on Darcy Moore? Could there be a, a negative role applied to Darcy Moore, given he's the captain and a spiritual leader?
9: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I actually don't mind that. And I think guys like Eric Hipwood and, um, and also Danaher, I think they've got to play almost uh, like a selfless role on Darcy Moore. Like, he's going to want to sort of stand of 30 metres from goal and every ball that comes in high come across and get a clean run and jump at it to sort of intercept and mark. I just think whoever Darcy Moore goes to, whether it's Hipwood or Danaher, they've got to almost play a selfless role and almost take him out of that sort of danger area, sort of try and try and make him accountable, but get him get him up the ground a little bit or get him wide and get him out of that part of the ground where he feels most comfortable. Um, I, know, I, I I sort of feel like Darcy Moore is set for a really big game tomorrow, Probably not enough to win the Norm Smith, but Mm. I just feel like he's going to be really influential. So, yeah, it it wouldn't surprise me if you see a a Hipwood or a Danaher play more of a defensive role on a guy like Darcy Moore.
4: Or his one really left field. Darcy Gardner goes back there and he does it, Roots, You never know.
5: Brenton, all year, Craig McRae has goaded opposition coaches to work on Nick Dacos. What have you seen Brisbane Collingwood and what will they do this time?
9: Well... Oh yeah, I'm, I'm. I actually think he's the normal interesting. If if, if Collingwood win, I think it's going to be on the back of Nick Dacos having a having a really um, a big influence on the outcome, and he's he's just so difficult to to run with because mm. he plays a variety of roles. So he can he can he can slip off to half back, um, he can rotate with Jack Chris through the through, through the midfield, and one of them sort of slip off to half back. We've seen him had a, have a significant influence in different games this year playing half forward mm. and sort of coming up as an extra mid. So he's He's really hard to lock down. And I know he probably needed that run last week after missing six or seven games with that knee injury. But I just feel like, um, you know, with his DNA, he's a Dacos. Um, he's, he's built for the grand final. Um, he's had the perfect tutelage. And I, I, I even remember when I used to go watch games at the MCG on a Friday night and you'd see um, you'd see the Dacos boys there with his... with. With their dad and he'd be instructing him you know watching games as kids and he'd be he'd, yeah. he just had like the perfect education on on footy and i just feel like this is all built up to this moment i, I think nick dacos is going to have an absolute belter tomorrow i just yeah. he's such um he's such a talent and uh yeah i think i think he's going to be in every collingwood score um and yeah if i just don't know how you tell him i just don't know how you run with him and i think i think he's set for a really monster game right
4: all right, Sando, time to put your credibility on the line, and I urge you to take your allegiances out of this. We know you're an assistant coach <laughs> at Collingwood, but remember, they only gave you yep. four bloody games. They weren't that nice to you.
9: Yes. No, Who are exactly you tipping, like. well, I think, how I much, think, and Normie? Well, I think um, if, 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 you want to, if you want to really push me on, on a result, yep. I think it's Collingwood by less than three goals, um, but if Brisbane can play that game style that they want, and they've and like I said, they're so well drilled. Fagan's done a fantastic job to analyse the strengths of his squad and the best way for them to play. If they can if they can get a stoppage game, which then breaks out into in, in, into speed, mm. I think they're going to be hard to beat. And like I said, if they can access those small forwards in time and space, they're going to be really hard to stop. But I think Collingwood find a way to make the game messy and ugly and gritty. Um, so yeah, I think. I think it'll be I think it'll be Collingwood um, by three goals. I think if Brisbane are going to win, they, they, they need to be in front by more than three or four goals at three-quarter time. Um, I just think Collingwood <laughs> have got the way to be able to storm home. So um, I think it's going to be a fantastic game, though. I can't wait.
4: Okay. All right. We've got that down for nearest the pin. $300 IGA voucher. Collingwood by 18 points. Nick Dakos, Norm Smith, medalist. Have a great day tomorrow, Sanday. We look forward to hearing you on the SEN coverage.
9: Uh, thanks, boys. Appreciate it.
4: There he is, Brenton Sanderson there, Collingwood by 18, and Nick he's, Dacos, the normie.
5: He's emphasised quite well there the two contrasting styles of Collingwood and Brisbane. Mm. Which one actually emerges on top? That's the fascinating I'll bit about this grand final. tell you
4: what, if Brisbane are three or four goals up, I'd like to be on a merch. I know <laughs> Collingwood <laughs> yeah, are Collingwood getting bitten
5: so, so
0: many.
4: Get so me, many. One get point, me on two point, three Couldn't point. Do it four again, point, Oh, but they've done it for too if, long. I oh know, but if they did, good luck to them. Yeah. Stack of text coming through. This one says Lions by 23 points. Dunkley for the Normie. That's the Gold Coast Crow. Uh, need to get to a break. Four, oh, here we go. Who's going to be tomorrow? Shane Ellen. Four goals out of Billy Frampton in the forward line would do. Collingwood target everyone and let Rainer cut them up, Andy McLeod style. Like it, Modbury Mac. All right, we'll jump into a break. Roots, SEN's AFL Grand Final Day partner is Cobram Estate premium Australian extra virgin olive oil and alter leaf. Oh, what's that? Uh, book on, uh, your <laughs> online appointment at o- Alter. Alternaleaf.com.au. Tune in on Saturday from 1pm right here on SEN. That, we'll, that check was out. The, we'll check that, that out. That wasn't in the script yesterday, Rich. <laughs> they added <laughs> it in just for you. We're going to find out what's in the, oh, I was nearly going
1: to say budget, in the record <laughs> next with Ash Brown.
4: 54 on Grand Final Eve, The Rooch is back at Studio Lumo SA. Beautiful day in Adelaide, around uh, 28 degrees still. 25 degrees here in Melbourne where I am. And we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, how the locals like it. Stack of texts coming through for nearest the pin. It's worth $300 thanks to IGA Supermarkets. Tell us who wins the Grand Final by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal. Just spoke to Brendan Sanderson, Rooch. A lot of texts coming through. This one says, so sounds like Sando thinks Brisbane will win. Oh, wait, now he thinks Collingwood will win. Oh, now Brisbane, now the pies. I'm very confused. He was giving all scenarios. He was making the
5: case for each side, but in the end, he has put his name, his credibility, his tip on the pies yep by 18
4: points and uh nick dacos to win the normie yep. he's nearest the pin brisbane by nine points and nick dacos to win the norm smith that's from leo acker the italian stallion good on you leo all righty let's have a chat to ask brown now he's the senior journalist for the afl record it's a wonderful publication if you're back home in adelaide you can get it at all your news agencies it's great to have when you're sitting there watching the game and uh, we're chatting to him thanks to signet Mag family, power every moment. Australian designed, Australian owned. They keep your mobile charged. Hello, Ash. Oh, have you lost him. You there, Ash? Well, hello. It looks like he's dropped out. Hey, oh. what we'll do, we'll try and get him back. Um, because I haven't seen it yet, Rooch. I should have grabbed one while I was have. in here. You Would have. you like to hear from Billy Frampton?
5: Absolutely. What are yes. his nerves like at the moment?
4: Well, we'll find out. This was from the motorcade cool. earlier this morning. Thanks
2: to Fox. Big Friday. Billy, what? The news during the week, you're terribly keeping a secret. Fly drops the news you walk out and how are you celebrate in the corridor. It's pretty special. Yeah, I told him within about five seconds, I reckon. So Fly wasn't too happy, but uh, yeah, very good day. Hey, what a journey for yourself. The fly Testament said you can play back, forward, ruck. You can play anywhere. Yeah, it's worked out pretty well this year, having that flexibility. So it um, keeps me in the coach's eyes, and I'm um, lucky enough to get picked
0: this week. So no not
2: What about the training sessions? 10,000 fans. You can hear them now screaming. It's hard to talk and hear, but Collingwood Army's pretty big. Mate, it's unbelievable. Makes sure you realise the enormity of the club and what we're doing here. So, yeah, hopefully we're not get it done for them. Good luck,
10: Billy. I
5: well you did go. Thanks, mate. <laughs> it's a great story, isn't it? Hey, yes, it is. It would be an incredible fairy tale come true. Oh, third be some club, some yes, yes. Moors and butterflies, Roach. He's going to have some interesting roles tomorrow, isn't he?
4: Yeah. Well, he may just have one. We'll find out. Is mm. Ash Brown there yet, or not? Yes, he is. Hello, he Ash. Is.
10: Uh, hello, boys. Good to be with you.
4: Hey, we gave you a big introduction the first time, but you weren't there, Ash. But uh, we gave MAG family a big plug <laughs> as well. Oh, we love the new signet MAG family. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we haven't seen the record yet, the grand final what's edition. What's the feature? It's,
10: yeah, what is it? Tell us what's in there. Oh, lo- loads of features. Loads of features. i um, got a piece on the – it's very well to be in grand finals, but who do you want to be on your team in a grand final? So I've, done, I've looked through the history and look, come up with who's at the winning – the best winning percentage on grand final day. Of uh, players and coaches with a minimum of five grand finals. So, uh, Damien Hardisty guy. He's, been, he's an eighty-three percent win record on grand final day as a player and coach. Mm. So it was really fun to go through history. Also look at a couple of the two of the big names in footy who, when it comes to the grand final, actually have uh, not the greatest winning record. So I, you know, being a bit of a history buff, I enjoyed doing the research for that one.
5: Oh no, I wouldn't want to hear the Bobby Rose story.
10: No, Bobby Rose, sadly, uh, no, it doesn't fare too well, Bobby Rose. So. No. Um, but uh, it's it, it. Uh, it it's such a big thing, the grand final, and uh, not everyone does well in it all the time.
5: No, nope. some people keep knocking, but sometimes the door doesn't answer. What else have you pushing on the AFL record agenda this weekend?
10: We've got a good piece on. But we talked about the grand final being a or the footy season being a marathon and not a sprint. Mm. So uh, I had to catch a couple of people who, you know, Nathan Buckley and Luke Hodge in particular, as well as a, a well-known sports psychologist Anthony Clarica about some of the tricks in the trade to get through a footy season so that you get to the grand final in sort of good, in a good mental space and a good physical space. And there are a few things that, that you do along the way, a few little tricks. So I enjoy putting that one together as well. Ash, who's on the front cover? Front covers are two captains, Harris Andrews. We asked the Lions who the captain should be on the cover of the record and they said Harris Andrews. So Harris Andrews and, of course, Darcy Moore are the two captains on the cover.
4: All right, we've got the 4 o'clock news coming up. We're asking everyone, we're doing the nearest to pin, who wins uh, by how much and who wins the Norm Smith. We'd love your thoughts, Ash.
10: Got Brisbane Lions by goal. Hugh McHugh used to get the Norm Smith. Ooh, Ooh,
4: I've gone with Hughie as well. Love it. Where can
10: people buy the AFL record? They can buy it at newsagents, shops, those sort of places, uh, all over Australia now for $15. Also at the MCG if you're lucky enough to be there or online at aflrecord.com.au. Grab
4: it's an copy. absolute must for the 10 million people that will be watching. If you're sitting at home, if you're listening on SEN, invest the $15. It's great to have it right in front of you as the game's taking place. Hey, all the best tomorrow, Ash, and thank you for your time today. And a big thank you to New Signet Mag family. Power every moment. Explore the range of signet.com and in stores now. Uh, we're going to be time for the, on time, routes for once, Chris Johnson... Miracles do happen. Yeah, they do. Here's some text. I like some of these. Everyone sees the game different. Hi, guys. Nearest the pin. Brisbane by 41 points with Lockie Neal winning the Normie. That's John in Mount Gambier. Uh, Here's one. G'day, Kimbo and Roach. I think Brisbane win by 14 points. I've got them by 11. McCluggage for the Norm Smith. I've got McCluggage. Enjoy the footy and go the Lions. Peter from Panola. I nearly played footy for Panola, Roach, many years ago. What happened? Oh. They got me on the source a little bit early. I was a bit oh, young. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's one. lines okay. by 39. McCluggage, B-O-G. Mm-hmm. Ooh, bit of a run-on for Huey. Uh, Roach, you want to go to the news? We, we, should. we should. We should. I love it when you're responsible. Just a reminder, My Cruiser's Friday FOMO offer will be announced today. Stay with us for that. Uh, you'll hear that later on the show. A champion joining us next, Chrissy Johnson. Three minutes past four on a Friday afternoon. Not just any Friday afternoon. It's Grand Final Eve. Uh, We are here thanks to... Our good friends at Balfour's, they've been baking people happy since 1853. Uh, Nearest the pin going for IGA, have a crack at it. It's worth $300. T's and Cs apply, one entry per mobile phone. If you've got five phones in your house, you can have five cracks at it. All right? Uh, Who wins the grand final by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal? Get that right. Or if you're the closest, you win a $300 IGA voucher. Looking forward to chatting to our next guest, Rooch. He'll be part of Channel 7's AFL Grand mm. Final Day, live and free and exclusively on Channel 7 and 7+. 7 it starts at 6.30am tomorrow. He's an absolute ripper. He's a three-time Brisbane Lions Premiership player, two-time All-Australian, and he notched up 264 games. He's one of the good guys. Chris Johnson joins us now. Chris o, thanks for your time.
7: Nah, no worries, guys. Uh, pleasure to
4: join us. Uh, uh, how are the memories flooding back at the moment? Is this doing something for you? Is it taking you back to the early noughties?
7: Look, it's uh, it's been a busy week, to be honest, here in, here in Melbourne. Um, there is a lot of memories. Catching up with a lot of uh, teammates uh, from mm. pretty much Sunday. Sunday at the start of the week, right up until, uh, you know, uh, last night as well. So, yeah, a lot of memories, a lot of uh, reminiscing uh, with each other on how good we were. and The stories and stories get bigger and bigger, as you would know. <laughs>
5: Chris, walk us through what compares with your era where you get Lee Matthews taking over and creating one of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen in Australian football. Mm. Then the fall of Brisbane, now the rise under Chris Fagan. What compares of the two the two eras, put it that way?
7: Yeah, I, I think what it, what it comes down to now, especially what Lee was, Lee was able to pull a group together that... Um, You know, only just, uh, you know, before we made our our grand final um, in in 01, um, only in, uh, you know, 1999, we we were one of the bottom teams on the ladder and he he pulled that list together. And that's, I think, that's what the Brisbane Lions have done. They've actually pulled a really good list together and it hasn't been a lot of boys that have been uh, drafted to the football club, but it's come through with trade. So Joe Danaher, you get Charlie Cameron, you get Lockie Neal, you get mm-hmm. these type of guys coming from other clubs to inject into that list that was already a good list, but they were just missing a few bits and pieces. And I reckon we were a bit the same. We, we, we injected uh, Mel, Mel Michael into it, uh, Martin Pike, oh, uh, oh, Greg yeah. Scott even. They all came from uh, clubs outside when the list was okay. But Graham Allen and Lee Matthews injected these, these three or four uh, players that we probably missed within our group um, into that team. And I see that a lot now with Fags. And what he's been able to do with his recruiting team, he's been able to inject a Lockie Neal and a Joe Danaher, mm-hmm. you know, and and, and Charlie Cameron's so, because they really didn't come for the draft to get to the Brisbane Lions. So they knew that they had a good list there. And that's the similarities that I see. I see very much, very much very, very similar to to what we were in the, in the 2000s with this group as well. And, you know, it's going to be a cracking game on Saturday and I just can't wait.
4: Uh, Owen, in the next half hour, we'll be chatting to Brisbane, uh, Brisbane Lions strategy coach Mark Stone. He's a good friend of the station. He coached a premiership at the Glenelg Footy Club in the Sandfall. We want you to put your coach's hat on. What would you be doing to ensure the Lions win tomorrow? What's the couple of the Whoa. big moves that you'd be doing?
7: Yeah, well well one thing is certainly one thing that FaZe will will have in his toolkit straight away. we making we're making sure that to he doesn't get away at stoppage. Yeah, I think yeah. um Josh Joshy, Joshy Dunkley will go straight to him at stoppage and then they'll rely on Dunkley to go and get his own ball. That's that's the first thing I'd do. And then I'd try and make sure that we negate, uh, it, was, it won't be an individual run with role with Dacos, but it'd be a team role. So I'd make sure that there's a few different people um, within the team that when Dacos is in our area, you're you the guys who take him. So I think it's those two guys there, the biggest threat to the to the lines uh, around the middle of the ground. And then delivering the ball inside the forward 50, you've got to try and minimise that as much as possible. So... My first two two things I'll be looking at is how do we minimise their impact on the game because what we've seen last week from the line, especially Harris Andrews and and his defensive group, they were so good in that first term. Um, You know, 22 inside forward 50s they had to defend. So we know that they can defend, but we've got to want them to defend less. So... Get the supply, make sure the supply doesn't get as much as what they, uh, what Carlton did last week and try and like, force Collingwood to go wider as well. So they're the little bits of coaching stuff that I'd probably do, but I'm I'm not qualified as a coach.
4: Oh you are qualified to have an opinion, no question of <laughs> that. We're gonna keep the heat on you too, John. Oh, uh, any special tactic or treatment for Darcy Moore?
7: Um, I wouldn't have thought so. I wouldn't have thought so. I I, I think I think what you know, what I've known of of, of football teams that have played uh, on the biggest stage on this day, is that 95% it's about them and them executing uh, your role and your responsibility. Um, so I think that the Brisbane Lions can actually look at executing what they need to do with 90% of the time, and the other five percent would look after itself in terms of what you look at the opposition. You try to get your preferred matchups, but you wouldn't go out of your way to uh, to antagonise a, a, a Darcy Moore because he is their spiritual leader, uh, he's mm. their skipper. He's been playing such great football. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't try and do that at all on grand final. though. There's, there's certain things that sometimes those type of things can come on, make you come unstuck as well. So I, I would be saying that Fags would be at, at 100% looking at just sort of how, what they do and what they do really, really well and how the Brisbane Lions go about it and really look at what Collingwood do and, and they just rely on their sort of team defence.
5: Chris, you conquered the moment three times. How does Brisbane make sure it plays Collingwood and not the MCG?
7: Yeah, that, that that is, and that, that's what a lot of people a lot of people are talking about in the MCG and and what they uh, what their record is there. But mm. but I think the last two times, well, the two times they played in this year, they matched up pretty well. And and, and, and but let it be known that you know they had a few players out. Uh, the Lions had a few players out as well. But I think that'll be the biggest challenge for for this for this group with the Lions. Are they playing at the MCG or are they playing against the MCG Mm. or are they playing against Collingwood? And it's clear that they need to be focused actually on the game. Mm. The one thing I've I've watched Brisbane over a little bit of time um, within the MCG, I was quite lucky enough to be there the last couple of times they've played there and they've gone down they were quite good for a half of football. Mm. Uh, their second half of football let them get away from them against Melbourne and against Hawthorne, and it's a big space. So I think if, if Collingwood spread the ball and, and make the ground big, that's where Brisbane are going to going to really really struggle with. Um, but if they want to come through the corridor and use the corridor as the as Collingwood do, I think that plays right into Brisbane's hand. So mm. there's a couple of things that they need to look at in terms of you know an ex teammate of mine, Craig McCray, and how he probably need mm. to look at how, why were Brisbane so poor in two halves of football at the MCG and it became, it came to more of a running and an uncontested game where Brisbane just struggled with.
4: All right, John, who wins by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal?
7: <laughs> well, obviously I'm, I'm a bit biased here, um, but mm-hmm. I, I think, I think we're going to have, I think we're going to have a really close game. I reckon both teams are going to be up and about and not one. Team is going to, or not one individual is going to shirt the issue. I reckon we, I reckon we've got a goal in it, uh, and and which way it goes, I'm not too sure. I want to say Brisbane, I hope for Brisbane uh, for, for my own personal, uh, uh, you know, things, and my, my family are all wide supporters. But but then again, if, if Collingwood were, were to win as well, yeah, I'd be more than uh, happy with that. Obviously, uh, for Fly to be holding up the Premiership Cup as well at the end, but. Uh, it's very diplomatic. You've been in the media line. too long, you have, John. <laughs> and Who wins? How I'll much? Go, Norm I'll Smith. The, <laughs> I'll go the lines by six points, and right. I'll go Jasper Fletcher for the Norm Smith. Ooh, Ooh. That's the first one we've had, because
4: people are t- taking note. <laughs> we've had a lot of guests on. There's 300 bucks up for grabs. Jasper Fletcher, yeah, that's right. the first one. Hey, we love it. What yeah. shift have you got tomorrow? You got the big one? You haven't got the 6.30am start, have you? No,
7: no, I've got an early start. I've, uh, I'm pretty lucky I've got uh, two former teammates. So I'm doing just a bit of a Q&A with, uh, with Simon Black and Jason Akimanis, Um just out in some of the precincts of, of Melbourne. And then, then I'm done for the day and I can sit back and enjoy the game so, uh, right. with, uh, with the family. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sit back and probably bite my fingernails quite a bit. <laughs> I bet you <laughs> would. Hey, John, I
4: <laughs> really appreciate your time. Uh, enjoy the day tomorrow. May the best team win.
7: Good on you, guys. Thanks
5: for having Thanks, me. Chris. There we go. He's a good fellow. Yeah, his emotions uh, will be tested tomorrow.
4: Oh, will they what? Uh, the AFL Grand Final, live, free and exclusively on Channel 7 and 7 Plus from 6.30am tomorrow. If you can't get in front of a box, i tell you what, Seven uh, SEN's coverage is huge tomorrow, Rich. We've got a cast of thousands. All righty, you've got to do an Amy Klanger.
5: Yes, we're going to go back to 1997.
4: 1997? Uh, How many years oh. ago was that, Kim? Oh, I can't do math, <laughs> we, can that. T- we can not I can not t- Get stuffed. I still think I'm right. Crystal Palace <laughs> Rob is picking the pies by 15 and Nick Dacos to win the Norm Smith medal. Here's another one. Collingwood by 15. Josh Dacos to win the Norm Smith medal. That's Joey from Brompton. All right, we'll take a break. Hey, just a reminder, escape to tropical Fiji with my holiday for five nights. All you have to do is quote footy 100 for an SEN exclusive offer 4.18 on Grand Final Eve. Kimbo on yes. the Roach with you. Uh, we love the support we get from Balfours, no matter your club's colours. Balfours are for the game. lot of text coming through for nearest the pin, Reachy, reach, 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 reach. The
5: uh, latest? Uh, well,
4: What's the, the latest field? We, Is it
5: still uh, running in here? Brisbane, or has it turned to Collingwood's favour?
4: Well, this one's uh, pies by seven. Bobby Hill for the Norm Smith. Ooh, that's from Adams. So that's the first one I've seen there. What's Costa got to say? Uh, no one's gone. Tom Mitchell. He was the second highest three-vote getter behind Nick Dakos <laughs> in the Collingwood. Team. Well, yeah. that's a good observation, Costa. Put it. Have a crack then. Yes. Maybe he's that. already done it, and I haven't seen. Hey, the Bandit from uh, Finden. The Bandit. He'd be a character. Pies by four points. Ooh. Crispy for the Normie. <laughs> I uh, I love it. Roach. You know what you have to do.
5: The Amy Klinger.
4: Yes, who covers clangers at home and on the road? Amy does.
5: Well, it is grand final eve, and tomorrow, every clanger that is made on the MCG will just be magnified and talked Mm. about with greater detail and greater consequence than any other game this year. Now, we're going to go back to 1997. Adelaide is playing in its first grand final in AFL story. St Mm. Kilda, the team that we always, once they hit the grand final, it all goes back to 66, is there. It's Blight v. Alves, two guys who knew each other very well from their time at North Melbourne.
4: I know. I was over there for 10 or 9, routes, and that's when Alzi had them doing the Harker on the Thursday night. Yeah,
5: so the things you do, the decisions you make, the ones that become part of history. Now, we know there was no Tony Modra after he did the knee injury mm-hmm. in the preliminary final against the Western Bulldogs. Malcolm Blight, on the flight back, came up with the master stroke of Shane Ellen in the Gold <laughs> Square, but... That was only the beginning. At halftime, St Kilda leads by 13 points. Blighty has to move the magnets, one of his greatest moves in the history of the game, in the history of his coaching, considering mm. the burden that Malcolm Blight had taken into this grand final after the grand final losses with Geelong. But he moves Darren Jarman to the goal square against Jamie Shannon, and Stan Alves did not react. And as Troy Bond recalls, this is how Darren Jarman reacted.
10: Three quarter time, we we'll obviously bloody moved him down, and Alves in the four pocket. And I always remember, as we we're walking down, Jazzy, <laughs> old Shannon's coming down. He looked at me and said, oh, "Merry
2: Christmas." <laughs>
5: <laughs> Why well, Stan Alves never ever changed that up? We'll never quite understand. And then we get Darren Jarman kicks five goals in the last quarter. But the interesting bit about also. Clangers or how you approach a grand final What you say to players How you make sure you don't overcook it All these things are going through Chris Fagan And Craig Craig's mind right now Blydy went through an interesting strategy through 97 It was their first final He says the AFL's invited us to play a final They won He said they've invited us to play another final He just kept putting this invitation theme But at three quarter time He decided it was time to put the real picture In front of his crows And this is how he recalls it
9: It is the most amazing feeling in sport, in our game, that you can possibly have. And I actually said that to the guys at three-quarter time. It was the only time I talked about winning for the whole of the final series until it got to three-quarter time of the grand final that I actually talked to them about the emotions that I'd been through as a player and what that meant at the end of it, you know. And the cliche of 30 minutes to go, but I'm sure you'll have the greatest adrenaline rush you've ever had in your life.
5: Mm, They led by 10 points at three-quarter time, and we know they just absolutely ran home with one of the most accurate goal-kicking displays ever in a grand final Adelaide to win their first premiership. There were no clangers at the end for Adelaide, but how does Stan Owls ever, ever get the chance to explain why he kept Jamie Shanahan on Darren he Oh, he's Jana. not the only coach to it. Oh, I know. I he's know. not the
4: only one, Roach. Hey, I like it. You did a bit of work there. The Amy clanger who helps you recover from clangers with great value insurance you won't regret. It's not Roach. <laughs> Keeps bringing it up. Amy does. All righty. Brisbane by 11
1: points and Cam Rayner for the Norm Smith. The all-new Hyundai Kona is here. Bigger and bolder. Discover more at your local Hyundai showroom. A Balfour's in one hand and your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. You're listening to The Run
2: Home with Kimbo and The Roach. 4.28 on Grand (laughs) Final.
4: Roochie, Rooch, Rooch is back in Adelaide. I'm over in Milbs. Uh Brady Boy sent through a text uh, about mm-hmm. Melbourne being a con- concrete jungle and all that. It's, uh, I like all our
5: capital cities, Rooch. They've got some lovely gardens in Melbourne. I wouldn't call yes. it a concrete jungle. Well, it sounded very toffee, the way you said gardens then, mm. uh,
4: Rooch. Uh, Mark Stone coming up after uh, the 4.30 news. Hey, let's hear from Chris Fagan, Rooch, uh, about what he's uh, the, his messaging to the players ahead of the grand final and grand final week.
5: Just finding it. Kim, sorry. We're just loading it up again. Sorry. Oh, look,
4: after the game last week, um, I said, you know, we're going to try and make this week as
6: normal as we can, but it's not a normal week. So uh, there'll be a lot of things that you don't normally do when you're, when you're leading into a game, but but just embrace it and have fun and smile about it because
4: uh, it might be the only time it ever happens in your life. So we, we fully embrace it in that
6: way. Um, you know, you couldn't wipe a smile off our faces this morning at training and during the parade, even though we got heckled by all those Collingwood supporters out there. <laughs> uh, I was all in, in good spirit. Um, it's just a fantastic week to be a part of. And I'd, I'd forgotten, well, what, 2015, Hawthorne was the last time I'd been involved. And uh, to be
4: back here again, I'd, it reminds me of those days and uh, just how good they can be. So, uh, yeah, we've, we've encouraged our players to have fun this week. and mm,
5: It's it true a challenge, isn't, it?
4: isn't it? it? There's no guarantees in life. You never know if you'll get another opportunity exactly. like this. Exactly. Uh stack of texts coming through for nearest the pin. $300 IGA voucher. Who wins by how much and who wins the Norm Smith medal? One entry per phone. That's all. Kimbo and Roach. Brisbane by 19 points. Cam Rainer for the Norm. Now, that'll be a little left field. A couple of people have mentioned him. Hi, Kimbo. Hi, Kimbo and legend. That's you, Roach. Thank you. Collingwood by 23. DeGoey for the Norm Smith. That's from Tommy Cummins. Good on you, Tommy. Mm. I didn't get set up on that name then, did I? I get nervous when they put a surname <laughs> in. Yeah, well, you've and been I done just, a few times. <laughs> oh, it's been stitched up, yeah. Richard. Collingwood by 11. Side bottom for the normie from Jack. All right, time for the news. Yep. But here's another one. Johnny from Prospect. He's put his name there, but no bloody text.
5: Send again, John. Yeah,
4: nearest the pin. Pies by one point. Uh, Degoey wins the normie. All righty, time for the news then. Mark Stone coming up.
10: 10,000 this morning come out to our captain's run which was an unbelievable turnout and
9: the crowd all year for us has been unreal. We understand that you know this is the heartland of Collingwood, we're, we're going through their facilities really here with our drive but um, yeah still the support for us has been enormous and um,
10: hopefully we can repay the faith for our fans tomorrow.
8: 222 recommendations have been made as the final report of the Federal Disability Royal Commission is publicly handed down following more than four years of hearings. Social Services Minister Amanda Rishworth says a Commonwealth task force will be established to carefully consider the recommendations. This Royal Commission has highlighted the harms and exclusions experienced by people with disability. The government is listening. We recognise the hurt and trauma and commit to a safer, more inclusive Australia for all people with disability. The Army's MRH-90 Taipan helicopters will not return to flying as part of ADF operations following a fatal crash off the Queensland coast in July. The fleet was scheduled to be withdrawn from services in December next year. And the final supermoon for the year will be visible in Aussie skies tonight. Experts say you'll catch the best glimpse just as the moon is rising. SEN Sport is next.
2: Just
4: like the 4.30, Kimbo on the Roots with you, thanks to our great friends at Hyundai, the all-new Hyundai Kona, imagined to be bold. And we're here thanks to IGA Supermarkets, How the Locals Like It. Pretty excited to speak to our next guest, Roots. He's been a bit of a regular on the show the last few years. He'd have a smile on his dial, not a premature one, but the Bays won the title in the sandfall. And, of course, we're talking of Brisbane Lions strategy coach Mark Stone. Stoney, thank you for
5: your time.
6: Oh, no problems, Kimbo. Uh, pleasure to talk to you and good afternoon, Roach. Hope you're well, mate.
5: Yes, thanks, Mark, and good luck tomorrow. Yes. We're all fingers crossed for the Lions. Well, I am anyway. Yes, well, I'm on that boat as well. Thanks, you boys. know that. We tipped you at the start of the
4: year. Hey, just quickly before we get into the big game, um, I'm presuming you found time to watch Glenelg and Sturt.
6: I did. Yeah, I watched it on stream on the laptop and a uh, great result for the boys and I was really happy for them and... I'm You know, I thought they were in control for most of the day. I know know that Sturt missed a few shots, and if you, you know, they hit the post the first two shots they had. So who knows what momentum might do if if they'd scored? Mm. But I thought they played really well. Glenelg, and I was so pleased for them, and particularly for Lockie Hosey, who who missed out on 19 because he was taking the mid-season draft, and. And he and he's back there, and he's he's got himself a Jack O'Die as well as a Premiership medal. So yeah, great day for the Bays, and really happy for him. Mm.
4: He's an energizer bunny. That's uh, no question of that. When he's up and about, it's contagious for the side. Now, Stoney, we'll go through this a little bit chronologically. We know that this thing's a strategy coach. You can't tell us, but we're going to pump some questions at you anyway. Just firstly, how mm-hmm. disruptive was it yesterday uh, sitting on the tarmac for an hour? Big deal or not?
6: No, not really. Not really. I mean. Um, yeah, we would have liked to have moved on a bit quicker and we got to Melbourne a little bit later than, than mm. scheduled. Um, but we got to the hotel, so the upside was that traffic was lighter mm. <laughs> and we got in and had dinner straight away and the players relaxed. The other part of it was um, I'm led to believe our media guys tell us there was a horde of cameramen and, and uh, uh, news news uh, people out at the airport on our expected time, but by the time we got there, they'd gone. So that's probably not a bad thing for our players either. So wasn't that disruptive at all, really.
5: Mark, you kept it simple at selection. Well, it seems simple because it's unchanged, Mm. but there is the drama of what happened through Jack Payne through the final series. Was it just too much of a risk in the end?
6: Yeah, more or less, um, it was, guys. I mean, he hadn't played now. If he plays this week, it's probably one game in three weeks. Mm. Um, on On an ankle that's... It's okay. He trained fully the other day, but there's always the risk of, what if he rolls it again. Um, he hasn't had the conditioning of games and, you know, he's a young guy, it's a big game to come into and um, Darcy Garner's really put some good form on the board last week against, you know, the the, the, the best forward in the competition, arguably and uh, he his form leading into being selected was really strong. I mean, uh, our, uh, our VFL team played the Gold Coast Suns not long before that and the Suns beat them um, and they had Marbiel Choll and, and Sam Day in that forward line, and I mean they're AFL players, so he had some good form coming in. He played really well against them, so we're pretty confident he could he could hold his end up. Um, We've probably got more than we bargained for in terms of how he went against Curno, but we're really confident he can come in and do a, do the role for us.
5: The opposition's well, thrown his cards on the table very quickly and very loudly with what they were doing with Billy Frampton and Lipinski as the sub. What's the thinking at Brisbane? Because that's the question: of who are you going to use as the sub, particularly in Jared Lyons, have been the sub so often recently.
6: <clears throat> yeah, well, I can't give you that, that information right now. But um, I think um, if, if you look at Collingwood, we, we're only assuming, but my, from my end, I think what they're trying to do is probably run two rucks against mm-hmm. Oscar, um, knowing that Joe doesn't do a lot of the ruck work on a warm day and try and run him around and get ascendancy at stoppage. Stoppage is a really important source for us, particularly meterage from stoppage or, or territory. Um, So try and wear out Oscar and I think Frampton might um, play a role in trying to curtail the influence of Harris Andrews. Um, So so there's various different reasons they they may have picked him. They have gone with three tools all year. Mm. So you tend to try and stick to your structures that you're used to more often than not. Um, So it wasn't a huge surprise. um, But also I'm, I'm sort of quietly... <clears throat> uh, pleased that they haven't got more run. They didn't pick more run in the team. Um, mm. So we'll see how that pans out, but we'll be prepared for those types of things.
4: The selection again of a though, no over Lipinski clearly shows they have concerns or they want to hit the scoreboard a little more frequently.
6: Well, he's proven he can do that, even yeah. as a subby comes on and, and scores. Um, but having said that, Lipinski's been pretty important for them. as that mm. high forward coming up inside stoppage and, <clears throat> and just putting a little bit of coverage in there for the likes of the go. He plays a similar style game to Petrarca where he'll be a midfielder but he'll 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 stay behind contest and he'll become the forward pretty quickly and they do those little flips and swaps. So um that was a little bit of a surprise that they declared him the sub, but um we We still have to stop Ginevam as well, so he 's pretty handy around the goals mark you mentioned I mean, we'll get uh, into
5: some
4: of the sorry rich we 'll get into some of these uh match ups shortly, but can we just go through today how it 's unfolded for everyone so far with the parade and the uh, you 've had a coach 's run
3: yep
6: yeah yeah we well we had a captain 's run this morning at the m c g captain sorry yep um yeah uh nine o'clock it was at the m c g and uh it was a, it was a great it was a great little session that was only only twenty minute little jog around do some light drills and have a few shots at goal, but there was an enormous crowd there, Brisbane crowd. There was a real buzz. It gave the players a great uh, energy and it was just a really good feeling to be there. And They were singing Country Roads and all sorts of things. It was, it was <laughs> a really good, that. really good start to the day. Um, a huge crowd there. It was a real buzz. And and then uh, following that, the players uh, got on a bus and went to the parade uh, with fags and went through the parade. And the, the coaches and ourselves went back to the hotel and just... Relaxed and did what we had to do in terms of finishing up a few things, which um, for me is getting some stuff ready for our team meeting this afternoon at 5.30. Um, and then it's just relax time and wait for that meeting to come and enjoy what the city's, what the city's offering at the moment because there's, there's a real buzz around Melbourne. And
5: Mark, hopefully
4: you- everyone gets a, a good night's uh, sleep. Look, you are the strategy coach. And uh, is there a danger of over-complicating things? On the outside, we're all sitting here saying he's the beast. Josh Dunkley has to go to him. That leaves Nick Dacos to his own devices, or do you back him in against Lockie Neal? You've talked about Billy Franklin going to Harris Andrews. How many what-if scenarios do you have for this game? Or, and can you, is there a danger of losing sight of playing the type of footy that's got you there?
6: Uh, there certainly is. You, you certainly, you're right, boys. You, you can over-strategise in these sorts of occasions, and you can over-complicate things for players. So as coaches, we need to have that information. We need to talk through it. We need to go through our what-ifs, but we don't need to give that to the players. We need them to go out and play instinctive footy. We haven't got to this point of the year from having um, highly complicated plans going into games, um, and t- this week's no different. Well, there'll be a few little little things we'll talk about. From, from our end, the, the key to these sorts of games, in my view, is two things, pressure and finish. Mm you have to maintain the pressure right throughout the game on the opposition and you've got to finish your work. I was here in 2013 with Fremantle and we rude the, the, the missed shots on goal from Nathan Fife and Pav and a few of those guys and we could, just couldn't put, put them away when we needed to put some pressure on Hawthorne and we couldn't do it. So mm. it was no different in 19 at, at Glenelg. We got off to a really good start and every time we took a ping at goal, we, we hit it and we finished. And That puts pressure on the opposition so it's as simple as that but underneath that there'll be some little layers of of strategy um, such as where we want to move the ball, what sort of uh, approach we have to ground ball contest, how we outnumber, how we restrict them from outnumbering um, and certain little matchups like the one you mentioned with the goalie. So there'll be little layers underneath that uh, but... The players will get really, really clear instructions. For the most part, it will be about playing on instinct and playing the way we've played for the entirety of the year.
5: Mark, to pick up on your point on stoppages and how important they are for Brisbane, whether the stats were right or wrong and how people read them, pre-finals, everyone was noting Brisbane didn't get enough on the scoreboard from its stoppage dominance. Then you kick 13 against Port. Why Why did it suddenly click against Port and it's been so effective since?
6: Uh, well, sometimes you can have a, I'll, I'll give you an example where the, the stats come sometimes blur a little bit mm. between turnover and, and stoppage. You can have a forward 50 stoppage that the opposition wins and kicks it 15 metres straight to your, to, straight back to you. And you finish that with a goal. That's a turnover goal, which really come from a stoppage. Mm. And you can get a free kick at the back half. You can have a stoppage in on your back 50 arc and you can get a free kick at that and you can take the ball all the way down the field and score, which is really like turnover ball movement, but it gets credited to stoppage. So sometimes they're a little bit blurred. So we don't look at it and go, well, we kicked 13 goals against Port at stoppage. We had 13 opportunities to move the ball away from stoppage and score, so... Mm. Um, that was really pleasing from that point of view probably the most pleasing thing is genuine scores so you're in your front half attacking mid and forward 50 where you get genuine scores from stoppage where you take it off the ruck, you 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 maybe have one kick in the market and where you set your forwards up in those sorts of things and same with forward 50 your movement around and through the stoppage they're genuine stoppage goals so we kicked four i think from memory against ports that was really pleasing Um, but there are days when we'll kick fifty or sixty from turnover and not much from stoppage and other days where we'll reverse that. Mm. So as long as we're scoring, we're okay with that. Yeah, there's one that you the do, main do thing well scoring. Mm. Sorry. sorry sorry about that, Kimbo. The main thing for us is getting it into the front half where we can mm. set the game up.
4: A interesting Dane Zorko at the press conference yesterday, plays his two hundred and fiftieth, seemed a little bemused or annoyed that people suggested if you win the flag, the title he would retire. He thinks that he's in career-best form or close to it.
6: Uh, well, yeah, he is playing good footy. Um, mm. And his body's in good shape. And that's, that's you know, the main thing when you're 33 or 34, that you're going to have some niggles along the way. And he's had those. Um, but he's he's in pretty good shape at the moment. And he's, and he's playing accordingly. And I suppose in his mind, he, he thinks he can go on. I haven't really had that conversation with him. But he's feisty. He's all you know what he's like. He, mm. he likes to... He likes to fire back, so um, he's he's in a really good frame of mind. He's really looking forward to, to tomorrow. Um, and hopefully for his sake and our sake, he plays well. How do you read like the, the weather
5: forecast, of, Mark? Is it sorry, a, a big factor, you think, that works to Brisbane's advantage because you're from a warmer climb than Collingwood is in Melbourne?
6: Well, we are used to training in it, but I'm not too sure whether it will play an advantage to us, really, or to either team. But I can tell you that, um, right now is when the ball will be bounced. It's quite warm. Mm. It's really warm outside, so it's going to be a hot day. And conditions will have an effect on it. There's no doubt about it. Um, and hopefully, what we've been through all year with our training and games um, puts us in good stead to handle it.
4: Was that one of Kitty Coleman's best games ever in the prelim?
6: Oh, probably the best I've seen him play, to be oh. honest. Geez, he, he was because both sides of the ball, he was so impactful defensively as well as offensively. His ball use by foot really split split the game open, I thought you know particularly in the second quarter when he put a couple down uh forward throats, but he was also getting in the way of bit intercepting the ball and his defensive actions were really strong so it was a really good game from him um as and he he grew from it you could just tell uh the way he was at training all week this week he's he's feeling really confident so Great game from him, and a really step forward for him, I think.
4: Your, recruit, your recruiting's been really selective and very strategic and very successful. Tell us about Josh Dunkley because he has been huge for you this year.
6: Yeah, I, I could talk about him for a while. What in particular? Mm. I'll, his attributes are that he that he's a really good runner. He's, he's not given enough credit for how well he can run and cover the ground. He has. Uh, a bit of a defensive mindset not not I shouldn't say defensive mindset but he loves the defensive side of the game he loves getting a tackle, he loves chasing guys down, he loves going one on one, head to head with guys, he's just a competitor that, that that feels like that gets him in the game, he's not the sort of guy that feels good about his game by getting possessions, he feels good about it by being in pressure acts and in contests so from that side of things he was a beautiful fit for us to complement the guys we had in there, the ball use types or the the hard-ball-winning clearance type like Lockie Neal and then the, the uh, finishing type like Hugh McCluggage. So he's really become... His, his attributes have complemented our midfield so well. Uh, and then you've got the character of the guy. He's just a first-class person uh, with leadership. I mean, I don't think he's in our official leadership group, but he's been a leader all year. And he's a driver of success and successful behaviour. Um, and Mark, because you're... In a premiership... Sorry. Sorry, he's been the in a premiership so. before, he <laughs> knows what it's about.
4: Yeah, um, And you seem to use him in a different role to when he was at the Bulldogs. He's very strong overhead, not, wasn't the most reliable kick, but he used to go forward a lot more. Does that not happen now because your forward line is so
6: strong? Um, well, that I think, and also we, we, we uh, need him around the ball. Um, mm. He's a prime on-baller for us, and we try to maximise his time in the, in the centre bounce. Um, we have pushed him forward a few times in the past and he's quite good at it. We know he can mark the footy and we do use him at times from kick ins and things like that. Um, but we've got uh, probably enough forwards down there and that he doesn't really need to go down there much, but we know we can put him there if we need to.
5: Mark, tell us how the boss Chris Fagan is coping with the grand final week. It has been a demanding year for him. For- Issues that he shouldn't even have worried about at Hawthorne, mm-hmm. but has he lent on you as a senior assistant? Because we know what senior coaches can be like when the pressure's on.
6: Yeah, he this week he's been really calm. Um, in in weeks leading into Port and into Carlton, there's been some you know some moments where you could tell he was feeling a bit of the mm-hmm. heat because mm-hmm. I think um, you know the media were, were running with that narrative of how many. Preliminary finals we've been to and, and hadn't won one, so mm. there's a little bit of pressure there. I think look, he leans on all of the coaches at, at different times, um, but overall he's been really calm. The biggest thing, uh, the biggest thing for Fags is he he, uh, he gets very nervous about guys getting injured at training, so he's mm. he's quite he's all over us at, at training sessions, making sure we we don't let the uh, let the the game simulation type stuff get out of control. We have to really umpire it with a hard whistle. Um, but once that session's over and everyone's through he's he, he's pretty calm and relaxed and he's focused on what he has to do and what he has to give the players, which is as you guys mentioned earlier he's got to give them clarity and confidence oh. and a sense of belief which yeah. he's been doing all year so and Mark, he's he's uh, he's, in, he's in good how, frame of mind
4: how are you going and uh, are you down by yourself or do you have family with you what what's your state of mind at the moment
6: oh, i'm I'm quite relaxed at the moment guys to so, to be honest. I've got my family down here, they're out doing some shopping now and walking around Chapel Street. Um, the whole club is, is quite relaxed because all our families are down here and we're in a good place. And um, You know, we'll, there'll be nerves, I'm sure, and I'll, I'll be anxious tomorrow, but right now we, we feel confident. Um, we've got great belief in, in our ability to to come from anywhere. We're a bit like them, like Collingwood talk about that. We're a bit the same after being five goals down at quarter time. The composure and calmness at quarter time, you could see through the whole playing group, was such a good sign for us that we're not fazed by, you know, any situation that might pop up tomorrow. So we're all in a pretty good frame of mind. Um, You work really hard through the season and you talk to a lot of players and coaches over there and they'll tell you the same thing. It's hard work and you start early and it's a long year and to be still alive the last weekend of footy in Australia, it's a good feeling.
4: Well, Mark, we both tipped you to win the flag at the start of the year. We hope that's not an anchor around the neck. Uh, Just quickly, we wish you all the best. I was with Johnny Platten this morning. He wanted to pass on, I said we'd be talking to you, he wanted to pass on his regards and wish you all the very best as well.
6: Uh, Thanks, uh, John. Great guy, John. One of the greats of South Australian footy. Um, And it was great to see Central's improve this year. They made the final. That was terrific. Um, and thanks for you guys for years. Great to talk to you. I really enjoy it. Um, and thanks for your support.
5: Good
4: luck, Mark. We love it. Yeah, good luck, Mark. We really appreciate you giving us your time. There he is, uh, Mark Stone, Brisbane Lions Strategy Coach. Roots, uh, gee, it's going to be on tomorrow. Perfect conditions, warm conditions. The place will be jumping. Uh, it's jumping now. Mm. It's, uh, it's an amazing place to be. Even though it's public holiday today, there are still people absolutely everywhere. We are live from Studio Lumo S.A. Yes, and we've got the Beaumont tiles to give away that big trip, Rooch. Uh two trip for two to American sure. Footy's biggest game worth over seventy thousand dollars. Just shop in store at Beaumonts before November the twelfth, and you are in with a chance. Yes, All Las right,
5: Vegas we- for the Super Bowl would be a great trip. Apologies, there. I'd had to clear my throat, and
4: that was me in the background clearing my yes. throat. I was uh, coughing there, a co- lot, Barton. Kim.
5: Was the head no, fever
4: got to you again? Has the what? Hay fever got to you again. Well, I've had it for weeks. Hey, a few of these to finish on, Roach. Hi, gents. Love your work. I'm thinking Brisbane by 27 and Charlie Cameron for the Norm Smith. I'll be at the Jamestown races tomorrow, but definitely keeping an eye on the game. <laughs> That's from Johnny you. Young good from you, J Town. All righty. Uh, Lindsay. you'll have to play the music when we're ready to finish because otherwise I won't know what time we're finishing. Okay, I'll just Kim. Keep talking. Do what? it
5: again. Reiterate your tip and your Norm Smith medalist.
4: I'm tipping Brisbane by 11, and I went humour cluggage uh, to win the Normie. Yeah,
5: so I'm sticking with Brisbane as they have for a long time. They'll win by just under four goals, and I'm expecting Josh Dunkley to be on the stage at the end.
4: Oh, what about this? I'm, I shouldn't read this out, but we're well, I'm playing a drinking game and taking oh. a shot every time you two talk over each other. Well, we didn't have a screen to see each other to start with. There, I was smashed halfway through that interview. Drink responsibly. <laughs> we apologise. Yes, we did do that because um, I couldn't see the screen went down. All right, we're nearly done, Roach. Do a couple more of these. Um, Collingwood by six points. Nick Dacos to win the Brown. Uh, the um, Normie. That's Gab from Brompton. Another one here, Brisbane by 19, the Norm Smith by Zach Bailey. Hey, Roach, uh, what are you doing tomorrow?
5: Watching the grand final. What else would I do?
4: Well, they need to be aggressive. I well, was just some of us. I just thought us... you might say I'm going to catch up with friends. I forgot you haven't got any.
5: Oh, very
4: yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. They're well, all in
5: Melbourne. If
4: you <laughs> Me, one.
5: Um, <laughs> no, Leanne's you, there, John's there.
4: Everyone's you, there. Whatever you're doing, if you're having a barbie, if you're going to the rubby de rubbity-gub-dub. Have a great day. May the best team win and uh, we'll speak to you again on Monday.
5: Well, I'll say it. Go Lions. Good night, everyone.
2: Hooroo.